0: worship experience here on this Sunday. Uh, This is a special Sunday. Uh, Many of you may already be aware that our pastor has contracted COVID. He had a positive test and he will be taking a second test and right now he and the family are in quarantine. We also have a number of regular family members who are on travel All the way from Seattle to Columbia in South America and all around. So, again, welcome to all of you. This is not a normal uh, crowd. Uh, I often joke about it being a low attendance Sunday. However, uh, that should not inhibit our ability to rejoice in the Lord always. And so, a couple other announcements. Uh, uh, There is a fall workday coming up. I hope there's a bullet and insert. I think there is that covers that. That's later on in the month, both inside and outside, the usual fall stuff, including the planting of mums and some landscaping that often is done in the fall. Also, I wanted to emphasize an event that's going to be occurring throughout uh, the fall, and that has to do with Operation Christmas Child. As many of you know, we've participated in that ministry for decades, and that has to do with often what is referred to affectionately as the shoebox ministry, and I'm holding up a representative shoebox, and this year we'll be focusing on getting these filled by the community groups that are meeting all around southern Maine and New Hampshire. Be a little competition maybe between the community groups to see who can get the most shoeboxes filled. However, uh, that's up to the individual groups. But they all have to be filled, and these will be handed out next Sunday, and they have to be returned uh, around November Fourteenth and November 21st is the big day to dedicate them and ship them out. So a little bit of uh, fun as well as participating in a very important ministry to uh, folks all around the world. Amazing where these things go. Great ministry, and you'll be hearing more about that over the weeks ahead. But I just wanted to let you know about our pastor. In, in, in his absence, uh, uh, superstar deacon Jeff Uh, Remmers is going to be uh, sharing from the Word of God, so we have something exciting to look forward to, but at this point in time, let's do our best to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. All right, church, let's stand
1: and let's worship this morning, Uh, but before we do, as usual, uh, let's do our call to worship, which is out of Psalm 43, verses 3 and 4, and it says, Send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy, and I will praise you with the lyre, O God, my God. Praise God. Let's sing hallelujah to the cross.
2: up to the this home will-
1: song is a new song for us. It's called the Lamb of God, but the words are beautiful. So let's sing them together. You can try to follow along. I'll start at the top. You came from
2: heaven's throne, acquainted with our sorrow, to trade the dead. your suffering for our freedom. The Lamb of God in my place, your blood poured out my sin. Greater love. from his head. It's-
1: Father, we worship you today, this morning, as a church, as a body, coming to sing songs of praise to our Father. Lord, we thank you. Uh, we thank you for our church, for this community, and the time of fellowship today. I pray, God, that you may continue to lead us now into your word. May you be glorified, may you be magnified in, uh, in all things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Come to that time of corporate prayer, and it's always a privilege to come before God and share concerns of our heart. And we have some, certainly, some very strong concerns this morning as we consider the reality that our pastor is quarantining with COVID. Uh, we'll come out of that next Saturday, and hopefully, be back with us next Sunday. Uh, but he's not the only one that's hurting. Uh, just. Shanton, who some of you know, a a person who was born in uh, Vietnam and came to know Christ and um, currently is suffering from the side effects of multiple surgeries to deal with cancer of the colon. Uh, I talked with her yesterday. She's home, Um, very much in pain, Uh, refuses to take OxyContin because she's concerned about the potential adverse side effects of that. Uh, Having part of your colon removed reduces the options you have for eating, and the problem is she is not eating. So I asked her what her favorite food was, and she said mushroom soup. So this afternoon after lunch, I'm taking every can of mushroom soup I can find in the food pantry and delivering it to her house and Spent a little time with her. Um, but she was emotionally upset when I talked with her. She didn't know whether to be angry or upset. She is taking certain meds, but is limited in her mobility. So we're going to be praying for her. <coughs> so I should be aware that our good friend Don Desmond uh, went through a bout of pancreatitis, but he is now released from the hospital and at home. Uh, he's the one that normally furnishes all those good things down in the faith cafe, which I noticed this morning, several people were looking at very closely. Um, and by the way, all of you can join us in the cafe after service. Um, many of you know, Art and Sharon Pierce, they also went a COVID quarantine period, but they're currently in Seattle to begin a trip on a cruise boat. So I'm not sure how to praise for them for that. Um, And then the Martineau family that many of you know leaves today uh, for Columbia to look at the uh, possibilities that exist for adopting another child. So a lot of stuff going on in the church family right now. Several folks are missing today for various business reasons, and so I think it's appropriate we go to the Lord in prayer right now, so let's do that. Well, Lord, we pause right now to acknowledge your lordship of our lives you're transcendent, you're omnipotent, you're an all-powerful God, but you're also a friend and a comforter. And we ask for those attributes to be very evident in Shantone's life, in Pastor Demi's life, Don Desmond's life, and others that are dealing with physical ailments. We call upon you as the divine physician to intercede and relieve their sense of anxiety and And equally important, heal their bodies and bring them back to full strength. And so, Lord, we ask your divine intervention in their lives right now in a manner that you deem appropriate for each and every case. We pray for the Martinos as they travel from here to South America and deal with the realities and the paperwork and the bureaucracy that's often linked to adopting a child from another country. Lord, may those bureaucratic barriers be removed and may it be a smooth trip and may there be a successful trip and so lord open those doors that allow them to accomplish what they so much desire to do Uh, we pray for a pastor specifically for healing Uh, he has asked for that type of prayer pray also for that his family would be protected from any harmful side effects of covid So, Lord, I just pray for you to strengthen him, heal him, and protect Caitlin and the girls from getting sick. And so, Lord, all of these things just come from the bottom of our hearts. Also, from the bottom of our hearts, we just want to praise you, Lord. We want to acknowledge you as our personal Lord and Savior. Lord, we just thank you for being just that. And, Lord, as we transition now to a time of sharing uh, from the gospel, We just ask you to continue to motivate us to praise God wherever we go, to bring glory to God in our lives and the choices that we make. Most of all, Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus, who came to this world to pave the way for us to have that wonderful gift of eternal life. And it's in the name of that Jesus that we pray right now, in Jesus' name, amen.
3: Good morning, church. Um, I was asked to uh, stand in for the pastor this morning, and uh, am I turned on? Okay, thank you. And um, I'm going to uh, share with you a devotional on prayer, um, and wanted to start off by saying uh, the title that I had for this was We Pray to the Living God, the creator of the universe who wants to hear us. And uh, a month or two ago, I had read an article in the Gospel Coalition. I think it was by Piper that wrote it, and it was about prayer. And uh, he started off by writing that um, God is omniscient. God knows all. He knows my thoughts. He knows what I want, what the desire of my heart is. He knows the problems I'm going through. He knows everything but he wants to hear from me in prayer and the reason that is is because god wants a relationship with me he wants a relationship with you and me and uh the fact that the creator of the universe uh, the god who is eternal is interested in me a nothing a vapor it's uh it's humbling, and it's uh, remarkable, and it's beautiful, and it's, uh, it's God's love. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you for uh, who you are in our lives. Uh, we publicly acknowledge that we would be nothing and nowhere without you. I thank you for gather, for the gathering we have here today and an opportunity to focus on you, Lord. I pray that you bless our time together as we interact with your word, and look at ways to pray to you with our wives, our husbands, family, friends, church family, and brothers in Christ. I pray that my words are clear, and that we hear from your Holy Spirit today as he guides us through your word, and that we might walk away from here with a renewed commitment to prayer. We pray this all in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. So first, before I get into the prayer, I wanted to make sure that I shared the gospel. So, uh, just as a reminder, we, we were singing about that just moments ago, that we were created by a holy God, and uh, I have sinned, we've all sinned, and I can't pay for my sin. And God sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to come to earth and live as a man, just like us, only he lived a life without sin. And as a perfect, unblemished unblem- sacrifice, he is acceptable to God. So, Jesus died on the cross to conquer sin. And on the third day, he rose from the dead to conquer death. And whoever believes that Jesus is Lord will have everlasting life with him in heaven. I want to make sure I got that in today. So, uh, let's talk about prayer. Um, Many people pray, right? Muslims pray five times a day uh, toward facing Mecca, Buddhists pray, pagans pray. They pay to pray to many gods. Let many people pray, but we have the the ability to pray to the only living God, the great I am, the Lord God Almighty, Adonai, Elohim, Yahweh, Jehovah, El Shaddai, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Ruach, the ruler of heaven and earth, Yeshua, Jesus, Christ, Trinity, Holy Spirit, Father God. Um, So I'm going to start off by reading from 1 Kings chapter 18. Um, This is the scene with Elijah uh, versus the priests of Baal. And uh, it starts in chapter 20, or or verse 20. Um, I kind of look at this as kind of a prayer meeting. So Ahab sent to all the people of Israel and gathered the prophets together at Mount Carmel. And Elijah came near all the people and said, How long will you go limping between two different opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. Then Elijah said to the people, I, even I only, am left a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let two bulls be given to us, and let them choose one bull for themselves, and cut it in pieces and lay it on wood, but put no fire to it. And I will prepare the other bull and lay on the wood and put no fire on it. And you call on the name of your God, and I'll call on the name of the Lord of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. And all the people answered, it is well spoken. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose for yourselves one bull and prepare it first, For you are many, and call upon the name of your God to put fire on it. And they took the bowl that was given to them, and they prepared it and called upon the name of Baal from morning until noon, saying, O Baal, answer us. But there was no voice, and no one answered. And they limped around the altar that they had made. And at noon, Elijah mocked him, saying, Cry aloud, for he is God. He's either musing In meditation, or he's relieving himself, or he's on a journey, or perhaps he's asleep and must be awakened. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their custom with swords and lances until blood gushed out upon them. And as midday passed, they raved on until the the time of the offering of the oblation. But there was no voice. No one answered, and no one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near to me. And all the people came near to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been thrown down. Elijah took twelve stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be your name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar, as great as would contain two seas of seed. And he put the wood in order and cut the bowl in pieces and laid it on the wood. And he said, fill four jars with water and pour it on the burnt offering and the wood. And he said, do it a second time. And they did it a second time. And he said, do it a third time. And they did it a third time. And the water ran around the altar and filled the trench also with the water. And at the time of the offering of the oblation, Elijah the prophet came near and said, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, Let it be known that this day that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Answer me, O Lord. Answer me that that this people may know that you, O Lord, are God and that you have turned their hearts back. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said... The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. We pray to that living God. He hears our voice and he answers us. I have to say, I, it's not always on the schedule I want, or maybe because I don't know what he knows or what He plans he has for me, but he always does answer. So I'm going to look on to some other things that Jesus taught us about giving, prayer, and fasting. So I'm going to read from uh, Matthew chapter 6, uh, starting in verse 1. Um, and uh, it, the, the word reads, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, Sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, you must, may not For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others' trespasses, neither will your Father forgive yours. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So those um, 16 verses, they turn to the theme of true piety versus hypocritical piety. In three closely parallel examples, Jesus treated the practices of almsgiving, prayer, and fasting. In each of these, the motive for correct religious behavior must be to please God rather than please, please fellow humans. I got that from the Holman Bible commentary. But it's, uh, it clearly shows that it's the heart. God is looking for our heart. So I'm going to uh, focus now on uh, the disciples' prayer, prayer, which is also called the Lord's Prayer. I just read it, but I'll read it again. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So this is a God-given prayer uh, model to follow for prayer. This is in response to Jesus responding to the disciples saying, Lord, how do we pray? It begins with praise and adoration and includes a reference to God's sovereign will to override ours. And it makes me think of the Garden of Gethsemane. The prayer includes an appeal for kingdom priorities to be manifest on the earth. Jesus told us that the kingdom of God is at hand in Matthew 3.2, Matthew 4.17, and Mark 1.15. And it continues with a personal petition and please for forgiveness based on us forgiving others. That's Matthew 7, 1 through 5. And it, includes, it concludes asking for strength in avoiding temptation. So I'm going to... Some men who've prayed with me know that I use a method when I pray, and I often use uh, the Acts method of prayer. And it's strongly connected to the Lord's Prayer. And in this, uh, the the acronym stands for Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, and Supplication. And as you can read on the screen there, uh, Adoration, that's praising, worshipping God for who he is. And Confession, that's uh, confessing your sins and repenting from our sins before God. There's a difference between them. We can talk about that later if you'd like, but... Confession is important. Thanksgiving, believing, and acknowledging God's grace and his mercies. And then supplication, that's bringing specific prayer requests before his mighty throne. So um, I'll go into that in a second. I'm going to mention a few things that I heard. Um, I shared this uh, devotional with men at a men's breakfast, I don't know, half a dozen years ago. And. Part of it was I was trying to encourage the men there to be praying with their wives on a regular basis. And I had heard a statistic at a past uh, Iron Sharpens Iron Men's Conference and that uh, Christian marriages have a divorce rate that is roughly equal to non-Christians in the United States. And that sits at about 50%. But studies have shown that a couple that regularly prays together, like daily, that number goes down to less than 1%. So pray with your spouses. And when you take your joys and your fears, your troubles, your concerns, and together you place them at the throne of Christ, his mercy seat, the throne of grace, you'll grow together spiritually. And it's actually a form of worship for you. I'll say it's not just for married couples. I've actually done this with my five siblings. I'm the youngest of six. And God has blessed those times. He's encouraged my loved ones and has, like I said, he's blessed those times. So uh, another comment about uh, prayer is that uh, a pastor once encouraged me to focus on three things. Pray biblically, boldly, and briefly. And that's good godly advice. So here's an example of one prayer for healing and salvation of family, friends, neighbors, and co-workers. And I'm going to use the, uh, this acts method. Dear Heavenly Father, I, become, I come before your throne and give you praise and honor. You are our King of kings and Lord of lords. No God is like you, Lord. You are gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. Your name is above every other name. You are God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. I'm in awe of you, Lord. Lord God, I come before you in repentance. Your ways are straight, but mine are not. Lord, I ask your forgiveness for the sins I have committed. Recently, when I was angry with a family member and was consumed with the thought of how to get back at them, I ask your forgiveness, Lord. And dear Father, I thank you for who you are and what you've done for me and my family. I thank you for the family you've given me, my wife, Terry, and the children, and for all your blessings. Dear Lord, I thank you for your bride, the church, here at Seacoast. I thank you for the elders, the deacons, the volunteers, and all your people who gather to give you praise. Lord God, I also want to celebrate and give you praise for the works that you've done in our church, and that you continue to do those works are the salvation provided us through Jesus. Father God, I bring before you a prayer to heal our pastor Ademi from his il- illness. Lord, I give him, Lord, please give him and his family the peace and the calm that only comes from your Holy Spirit. I ask that you bless those family members of ours who who do not know you yet. I pray for their salvation. Lord, I pray for you to change their hearts of stone into hearts of flesh and draw them close to you. Dear Lord, I pray for a great salvation to come through the seacoast. And Father, I pray that your church here at Seacoast is prepared and willing to join your Holy Spirit in a revival here. Lord God, we desperately need a revival, and I pray for that now. I pray that my thoughts, words, and actions will continue to give you glory. We love you, Lord, because you first loved us. All us, I pray in the most holy name. Amen. And I'm going to read a few more passages, and then I'm going to ask us to to pray together for five minutes, maybe as families, individually, whatever you feel comfortable doing, people next to you, uh, and then we'll conclude in a prayer. So in 1 Thessalonians uh, 5:17, Paul exhorts us to pray without ceasing. And Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7, rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, humility, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then Mark chapter 14, verses 32 through 36. And they went to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Seat here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little further, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remu- remove this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but you will. Another great example. So... Uh, now I'd like us to maybe spend five minutes or so in prayer, uh, and I'd like us if to specifically focus on family members, friends, coworkers, neighbors, anybody that you're close with that doesn't know the Lord yet, and I'd like you to pray for their salvation, um, and then we'll come back. I'm going to say a prayer now, and then we'll have our closing hymn and benediction. Oh, Heavenly Father, uh, Lord God, um, Creator of the universe, Lord, you uh, you opened your mouth and spoke the world, the universe, into existence. Lord, you are so great, so powerful. Lord God, you are the light of the world. You are. The source of life, Lord, you are the source of love. You are, uh, you are God Almighty, and um, I'm in awe of you and uh, worship you. You just are worthy of all praise. And Lord, again, I confess that uh, there have been times in this past week when, when my uh, attention was not was not on you, but it was on me, and. Uh, the things of, the, of this world just uh, were enticing and, and Lord I just uh, I come to you in confession and Lord I, I repent and Lord I pray that um, the desires of my heart are to continue to focus on you and what you want and not things of this world and uh, dear God again I'm thankful for, um, for this church for your bride the church and, uh, and for, for all that it represents Lord um, I'm thankful for, um, again, for the the leaders of this church and how they're examples for us. And Lord, um, I come before you and I pray that we do see a great salvation come through, Lord, and for all of the the family members and friends that we just prayed for, Lord, I do pray that you you break their hearts and draw them to you, Lord God, that you make them your children. And... um, Lord God, the, the reason for this, the reason that we have the opportunity to pray, the reason that we want to pray is because of what your son has done for us. Uh, it's for the cross. The, the reason for this is that that uh, he suffered taking on the burden of my sin um, so that so that I could live with him in eternity. Lord, I just pray that, um, again, that... that um, our friends and family members, uh, their hearts are turned to you, Lord, and are drawn to you. And all these things, I pray in the mighty, powerful, beautiful name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Yes, Lord, right, Church, Let's stand and worship in response. Again. Faith
2: will fail, Christ will hold me fast. When the tempter would prevail, he will hold me fast. I could never Father, sing to him those he saves, and those he saves are his that Christ will hold me fast, precious. we
1: To pray. And if we don't, that we may ask you, Lord, how to pray. Lord, uh, we thank you for the example uh, that you've given us of how to pray. Uh, but more importantly, Father, we thank you for the privilege and the honor it is to be able to pray and for the Lord to hear our prayers because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you. Thank you today for our time of worship for your word. Continue, Lord, to work in us as a church, as a body, as individuals. May we be glorified in all things. May we seek you in all things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Today's benediction is out of James 5, verses 13 to 16. It says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. This is, this is what we're going through right now, church. Uh, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if, And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another, church. And pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Let's trust in those words that the Lord has given us.